Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Okay, today on the podcast, we chat about Tim Hortons as they jump into the 2022 Christmas menu battle. And man, are they coming in hot. Also, would you line up for a roller coaster that features a piece of the track missing? It's just not there. It's coming, and we'll tell you where you can find it. Not a fan of this. Also, bad airplane seatmates, and forget what you learned in school. The world hits a new population milestone. $1,000 minute advantage right now. The answer to question number 10 for the Wednesday, November 16th, $1,000 minute. The answer will be Sunnyvale. Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Tuesday. Halfway through November. It's the 15th oh, today. Can you believe look it? At that. Oh, we got to stop, you know, taking time to uh, mark time. It just makes it go so fast. I know. Can we slow down? <laughs> I'm not ready for the holiday season. Right. No, who is? (laughs) All I'm thinking about is, huh, maybe I should, you know, get shopping. Uh, It's cold outside this morning. Zero degrees on my dash as I was driving in. Uh, Looks like we're going to get up to a high of five. Yesterday, Peter, you're still broadcasting from Toronto. It was so windy and cold here. Mm. Uh, So it's officially two degrees right now and feels like minus two. Big time. Um, Yeah, it was so windy. Okay, I had the weirdest luck yesterday. I left work and it was freezing. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm not going to go outside for a walk today. It's too cold. I'm going to go home, eat lunch, go to the gym and stay warm, right? Mm. Uh, Get home starving, ready for lunch. And I'm, you know, I get all my ingredients out to make myself a nice lunch turn the stove on, boom, power out. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Just what as happened? I'm about to eat. So I'm not sure what was going on, but a big chunk of a Larry Utech in Bedford lost power. I think it was like damage to equipment, but of course, right, it was a windy day, and of course everyone's on Facebook going, well, you know, we lost power, what's going on? Anyways, it was gone for about two hours. That's fine. I do my thing. I left for, for a walk because how else are you supposed to entertain yourself while there's mm-hmm. no power, right? And then, fast forward to dinner time, and I'm getting ready to cook dinner, and I've, I've got all my veggies cut up, and I was making salmon. Just as I go to put my salmon on the stove, fire alarm goes off. And everybody starts vacating the building. I'm like, what is going on? Every time I want to go cook a meal, I'm I'm, I'm being stopped. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, the fire alarm went out. No fire. Uh, I don't know what was going on. I made it to, I was kind of like eyeing out the front door of the building. Are, are there to people? see if anyone else yeah. was going to run out. <laughs> well, I'm it's on like... the first floor. I can jump the balcony. Come on, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, went to the lobby and it was it was smoky in there. Like, I don't oh, know. Really? I, think, I think somebody just like burnt their dinner or something oh, like okay. that. But so no big fire, but I was just, I was over it. I didn't have good luck. Mm, Yeah, I get the feeling that, um, you know, that's how most people pass on in fires. They just say, eh. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, it's just an alarm. It's just a you know false alarm. Yeah, they, I used to get up and run out the door right away. I mean, I probably should keep continuing doing that. But, you know, when you live in an apartment building, you kind of get used to this kind of thing happening, right? Better luck today, Aaron. Glad to see you're well and uh, you got through walking. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's going to be a better day for sure. Good morning. What the fact, Aaron? What the fact? Uh, how's your glabola this morning? My what? Your glabola. <laughs> What is you know, glabula? Yeah, the space between your eyebrows. It's called a glabula. Did you know? Oh, 
Glabula. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. sounds familiar. So put your finger right there on your glabula and push just a little bit. The name of the bone underneath that space between your eyebrows uh, is also called the glabula. Interesting. There you go. There you go. Everybody, everybody touch your glabula this morning. <laughs> <laughs> then tell a friend, hey, yep. touched my glabula. Mm, still there. <laughs> my God. It's pretty hard. Yeah. The term, <laughs> the term mortician was invented as part of a public relations campaign by the funeral industry, which felt that mortician was uh, far more customer friendly than undertaker. The term was chosen after a call for ideas in the uh, famous magazine Embalmers Monthly. Hmm. hmm. Mortician. I mean, what's what's better than under Undertaker doesn't sound bad, does well, it? Well, Mortician certainly has, it just kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it, that's what it? I mean. But yeah. apparently it was, ooh, that's a good word. Yeah, that's good. Prior to the pandemic, Disneyland in California, the park in California, only closed three times in history. The National Day for Mourning for JFK in 1963, after the earthquake in Northridge, Northridge, California in 1994, and on September 11th, 2001. So those three days in the history of Disneyland, it closed. Then it closed for 13 months during the <laughs> pandemic. I remember the headlines of Disneyland closing, and it was a yeah. big deal. It's like, yeah. okay, this is getting serious now. Yeah, just to put this another way, it closed three days in its first 65 years. Yeah, okay. that's wild. And then 412 days mm -hmm. in the last three years. Mm -hmm. And finally, what the fact, Google decided to create Google Image Search in 2000 after Jennifer Lopez wore that green dress to the Grammys. Remember oh, the yes, green dress? of course, mm -hmm. the iconic green dress. There were more searches for pictures of her in that dress than anything before. Mm-hmm. And the founders of Google realized, huh, there needs to be a way to search for just pictures, just images. And thank you, Jennifer Lopez, for creating As if. Google Image Search. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, That's wait wild. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. They get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. We're wondering if you have a go-to midnight snack. Yeah. We got talking about <laughs> ice cream yesterday. Found out that ice cream is the food eaten the most between 9 and, 9 11, and 11 p.m. Yeah. But we can get more creative than ice cream, right? No, I mean, we can get more creative, but I mean, isn't that fascinating? That it, although it's a dessert, officially, we will eat it as our Bed lunch as our bedtime bed snack. Yeah. Yeah. Makes <laughs> sense. So you have dinner, you're full, you need to digest. Then you have like ice cream later on, then you go to bed. Like it's not like, you know, you're not eating your ice cream in your bed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Are I've you? seen that done too. I've seen that done. Yeah. My, my go to snack though is, uh, is cereal. I will probably yeah. have. Sorry. <laughs> Did you just I said, make a disgusting noise? Yeah. <laughs> I hate cereal. It's my go-to snack, and I'm much more likely to have that at, uh, you know, 11 o'clock at night than I am to have it in the morning. Do you, so you don't have cereal for breakfast in the morning? No. Okay, I, so that makes I, sense. I, I, I just, well, I don't know. I just, I, so I grew up with brothers who I feel like my, I feel like boys eat cereal constantly. Right. That could right, just right. be a general assumption, but yeah. my experience living with brothers 
they just constantly were shoveling cereal into their mouth. And they would have it right like a, a big bowl right before they go to bed. And then mm-hmm. the first thing they do when they wake up, another big bowl for breakfast. I'm like, how yeah. do you not get sick of this? Well, there's so many varieties. Doesn't matter. Fruit Loops alone has like four different varieties in it. Fruit Loops alone. Oh my God. I'm a, I'm a cheese and cracker kind of girl. Even if it's right before I go to bed, I don't even care. That's my go-to snack for everything. A nice, a nice, um, a nice cracker, a nice piece of cheese, maybe some jalapeno jelly on there. Oh, that's pretty fancy though. Yeah. You got to have a jelly you can't just have cheese and crackers. That's my go-to no matter what time it is. And would you have that in the morning as well? Oh God. Yeah. You see, I mean, (laughs) That's true, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. I see what I see what, what you're saying here. Whatever you like will be just fine. Thank you very much for it. It's whatever's round, right? Whatever you look, first thing you do, open the fridge and take a look at what's the easiest thing. If there was pizza <laughs> in there, you would have that. Oh, big time. If there was like an extra piece of steak that didn't get eaten for some reason mm-hmm. at supper time, you would you know, throw that between a couple of pieces of bread and say, there. I'm satisfied now. But maybe, and if there's nothing else, you will say, "Okay, cereal. Okay, that's good." Maybe yours is a consistent snack, though. Like I don't, I don't care about you open up your fridge and finding what's in there. What is it that you're like constantly <laughs> going for right before you go to bed? Right? We like routine. Right. That's a thing. Okay, good question. Oh, wait a second. What? I, I don't get this one. My husband. This text. My husband often has bologna in vinegar. Or his evening snack? Is it in a jar? I have so many questions. Is it in a jar soaking in vinegar? <laughs> Marinating. <laughs> Marinating in vinegar. Is, and it goes on to say, I don't know how he does it, but he loves it. A Newfoundland thing. Is that a I Newfoundland think. thing? Okay, wait. All Bologna right, Newfoundlanders. in vinegar? Newfoundlanders. Is this a thing in Newfoundland? I have never, ever heard of this. I, have, I can't even imagine what it tastes like. Okay, when you um, Google bologna in and then start typing vinegar, it's yeah. a it's a thing. People Google really? it. Yeah. And know. is it sitting in the fridge in vinegar? Pickled bologna. Pickled bologna. Yeah, that's it. Oh apparently you apparently God. you can buy it like already pickled in a jar. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple brands that actually make this, but then of course there's a bunch of homemade recipes for for pickled bologna. See, when I read this text, I pictured, okay, you're dipping your bologna in a bowl of vinegar and throwing it on the frying pan or something. Mm. No, 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 no. This is like just pickles, but it's bologna. Pickled bologna. There you go, folks. Don't say you don't learn anything from Aaron and Peter because I'm pretty sure you just learned about pickled bologna. And if and if you're a Newfoundlander, is this a, is this a normal snack to Did have? You invent this in, in Newfoundland? Newfoundland? Was it so that the bologna would last longer, so you could get through a hard winter? In come by chance? <laughs> Let <laughs> Where us did know. This come from? Let us know if you're a Newfoundlander <laughs> about the pickled bologna. And also, in the meantime, we're talking about midnight snacks. We want to know what your go to midnight snack is every single night right before you go to bed. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451 1313. I just had a major, major midnight snack flashback. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a text saying caramel. Popcorn. Oh. I don't know how they make that necessarily, but it sounds delicious. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But in my, I mean, I haven't had this for years and I'm talking decades, but my mom used to make popcorn and put molasses on it. Now oh. it was sticky as hell. Yeah. It was sticky as hell, but delicious. And it's such a Nova Scotia thing. <laughs> it's so Nova Scotia. I mean, 
I'm telling you that molasses used to be like a big part of Nova Scotia life, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they would come in by literally by the boatload from the Caribbean and when, when there was a big trade going on back then. And uh, so for years and years, molasses was a part of the diet here. I'm pretty sure it was like one of the unofficial food groups. Mm -hmm. Anyway, molasses on popcorn, midnight snack. That was just, I, I mean, I almost got... Period, you I need to make that about. for yourself <laughs> as a snack. I wish yeah. I could get on board with the molasses train. I just, I really, really try, and I just can't do it. I don't know. It's something, it's almost, is it bitter? It's no. Not, no. It's just not sweet. It is sweet. I don't and find it, it sweet. And it has a bit of like a hint of rum. I mean, it doesn't have rum in it, but it has that same kind of sugar cane yeah. kind of, uh, of taste to it. And just a hint. Next time you're making something, a dessert, say, and it calls for sugar, put in molasses instead, and it will change your life. Like if it calls for a cup of sugar, you put in a cup of molasses. I can't say that it's an exact one-for-one <laughs> one exchange. Okay. I really, right. I really can't. Somebody yeah. who's a whole lot better at baking than me would would be, have to be able to tell you that. Uh -huh. But um, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a place in this world where you can look that sort of thing I'm up. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but the taste difference between putting in molasses and putting oh, in straight yeah. sugar. Is uh, is really really kind of life changing. No, I'll try okay. that. Okay. There we go. Molasses uh, popcorn many many years ago. This text says my bed lunch is Miss Vicky's sea salt and malt vinegar chips. Mm. Is there anything better than Miss Vicky's? Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> now, if we didn't invent Miss Vicky's, we should have. Yeah, right? It's so 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 good. Um, oh, oh, if I realize, well, this is pretty. Yeah, I think this is pretty common. If I realize I'm too hungry to sleep, I'll just eat a spoonful of peanut butter just on its own. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been there before. You're starving. Sure. You got no time. What about this one? This text says peanut butter, but on aged cheddar cheese. So you cut a slice of aged cheddar cheese and smear on some peanut butter on top of that, mm. which... Okay, well, if you're not so sure about that, and I, I am sure, I think that would be delicious. Um, this next text says Oreos, cheese, and peanut butter all together. Oh... Oh, come on. Oreos, cheese, and peanut butter. Think about it just for a second. Hold on. So, have you ever seen anyone do that, though? No, That's no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> I mean, that's some of the best things. Somebody looked at it and said, oh, that's not normal. Like the first person to ever eat a lobster. There will be guys over in the corner saying, what are you doing? <laughs> this isn't normal. Don't do it. Have you looked at that thing? That's not normal. Well, you 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 hear about cheese and, and chocolate, right, and peanut butter. Exactly. That makes sense. But Oreos, I I mean, it's just like it's it's not even real chocolate at that point, right? It's Oreos. Yeah, that that's just a replacement you know? for chocolate. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not like you got dark chocolate just hanging no, around. No, it's not ready to gourmet. Eat. Yeah. All right, okay. midnight munchies. What's your go-to midnight snack, no matter how unhealthy it is? Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Okay, Tim Hortons just announced its Christmas menu for 2022. And oh my goodness, they mm -hmm. are stepping up their game. Uh, now, their holiday menu is available as of tomorrow. They have five holiday drinks this year. And I'm just going to say they are like, this is Starbucks level. Okay, so gingerbread oat latte, candy cane iced cap, Yes. Roasted hazelnut cold brew made with espresso infused foam, 
There's a mocha latte on the menu. And of course, they have their famous candy cane hot chocolate. <laughs> but the whole espresso infused foam for a and roasted my... hazelnut cold. Like, what is going on? Well, I mean, are, I'm sorry. Are they Tim Hortons drive through attendants? Are they baristas? <laughs> are they looking at this going, I'm sorry? I'm, I'm espresso infused foam. <laughs> I'm sure they have an easy way to, you know, sling these out really quick. But man, right. they're stepping up their game. They also have some treats coming out tomorrow. There's there's two new dream donuts. One is a gingerbread chocolate dream donut, as well as a chocolate fudge pretzel donut. Ooh. I know. If you're not into donuts, <laughs> they've got a couple new cookies. Uh, chocolate hazelnut muffin is one of the uh, muffins. And then a filled sugar cookie. So, like, I don't know. I feel like they're really stepping up their game this year. Wow. They also, of course, have some merch rolling out because they're all about that lately. Uh, They've got some ceramic mugs. They're going to be selling snow globes, Timbit socks, and they even have birthday cake Timbit ornaments that you can get. Coming soon to a value village near you. (laughs) Along with your uh, Tim Beebs fanny packs. (laughs) So again, yeah, the Christmas menu will be available as of tomorrow at Tim Hortons. Kind of shocked at what they're offering this year. Hey, sad news yesterday. Jennifer Aniston announced that her father passed away. John Aniston, a.k.a. Victor from Days of Our Lives. He played that role for more than three decades. So even if you didn't watch the show, likely you likely know who that is. Uh, Jennifer wrote that her father passed away at the age of 89 on November 11th. She wrote on Instagram, I'm so grateful that you went soaring into the heavens in peace and without pain. And on 11-11, no less, you always had perfect timing. Hey, and it's official. The world's population has officially hit 8 billion people. Ta-da! <laughs> That's another billion in just over a decade. We were at 7 billion in 2011. And if that sounds like way too many people, the good news is that population growth is apparently slowing down. The UN says it should take 15 years before we hit 9 million people. Billion. Sorry, 9 billion people. That's likely to happen in 2037. And then another 20 plus year to hit uh, 10 billion at around 2058. This is just too many, right? This is too well, many people. I'm, I, at, at some point, you just lose track, right? I, I know. mean, I remember like, I, used, I used to know how many people lived in Canada. I used to know how many people lived in the world. <laughs> and I figure I didn't know until this, like 30 seconds ago, how many people actually lived in the world. Eight billion. It's too hard to keep track these days, right? It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. Hey, Peter is in Toronto right now, broadcasting live from Toronto. Uh, And he flew. He he took a plane to get there. And you did not have a good experience, did you? You know, I I, I can't. Porter, I I like that airline. I like landing in Toronto and all of that sort of thing. Porter. Mm -hmm. They give you free wine. Yes. <laughs> That's why I love them. I'm like, keep it coming. <laughs> or beer. Craft or beer, beer yeah. at that. Oh, okay. yeah, the so, tall but boys. It was, occasionally, though, you can't pick. I mean, I was flying up alone in this case. My wife was already up here. And um, so I, you know the Dash 8s or whatever it is that they fly. They're, they're two and two seats, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I'm in the aisle seat. And sitting next to me is a, a young man. We had, you know, said hello to each other, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the plane even pulls away from the airport, he proceeds to take off his sneakers, his shoes. Ew. Yep. 
and put his right foot up on the seat in front of him, like flat up on the seat in front of him. You know, hard enough so I could see the seat kind of jolt. Yeah, whoever's sitting in front of that guy is like, hates him. He's got a foot. He's got a foot in the back. But the seats aren't that padded. No, they're not. You can feel that. You can feel that. It's kind of like sitting in a lawn chair around the fire sort of thing. (laughs) Totally, totally. You're not going to be comfortable for the entire trip. But anyway, so his shoes are off. He's got a a right foot on the back of the seat in front of him. Again, I'm on the aisle, so at least it's not right next to me. So there is an offense there. But there are no official rules about what I should do. Um, I I'm curious about a couple of things. Do I say something? Because I didn't. I just want to say right away. I didn't say anything like, hey, put your shoes on. Yeah. yeah. I you, mean, you're I, not really in the position to tell him not to do that. I'm not in a position to do that. I'm not also going to, you know, ring for the, the, the flight attendant. Oh, my back. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, can somebody tell this guy to take it? Can I also, can we just talk about the fact that he's got his feet up against the back of the chair? That's also where your tray is. Like people eat their food there and you're going to put your foot right there. That's pretty exactly. nasty. Not to mention I'm the poor sure. guy in front of him. I'm not sure how how well they're wiping down the seats. Doesn't the matter, but I don't want someone's stinky ass sock on there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could stinky be a little ass sock. stinky. Ass. <laughs> oh, I got a little but filtered thinking, there. <laughs> since <laughs> since the, the plane has not actually moved back from the 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 airport yet yeah it's not pulled away from the airport is that um a cause for immediate ejection <laughs> as in i mean if there were official rules would that not be near the top if you take off your shoes before the plane even rolls off in onto the tarmac you can be ejected at that point just uh, your luggage stays on the plane you leave i mean obviously you can't be ejected from a flight for that but everybody is going to hate you right like okay. y- y- the shoes off thing i mean this has been a debate for so long but you see so many people doing this and what are you going to do nudge them and say hey man do you mind your stinky flight, ass by the socks way, are in my way. <laughs> <laughs> this flight, by the way, landed in Montreal before continuing on to Toronto. And he stayed on the flight with me the entire way to Toronto. What I mean, what what should I have done at that point? But this is should enough. I have should I have asked him to please put the shoes back on? Mm-hmm. Should I have, you know, at some point gone up to a flight attendant and say, Okay, I'm sorry, this is disgusting. Can you go talk to this guy? It's also, I mean, he put his foot down when the flight attendant came around to see if we were buckled in. Okay, so, so he, he knew. knew. He knew. And by the way, almost the entire flight, that person in front of him had to put up with a foot kicking, in her back. Kicking, basically. Uh, it's also a flight to Toronto. So I'm sorry. You're not like flying across the country. You're not going overseas. I get it. You're taking a red eye. You're going on a really long eight-hour flight. You got to I, I can understand taking your shoes off in that sense, right? You got to get comfy. Mm. You're sleeping, but you're literally flying to Toronto. It's like two hours, right. buddy. Keep your shoes on. Right. 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 Okay, of course. All right. know, that's all good stuff. But did you say anything? No. So what should Peter have done in this situation? <laughs> Would you like if the guy next to you had his feet up on the tray, his socks or his shoes are off right away? Would you have said something or would you have, you know, nudged the flight attendant? Hey, can somebody tell this guy to get his act together or do you let Help. him be? Yeah. Help. <laughs> Flashing out Morris code on the overhead light. <laughs> Help. <laughs> what would you do in this situation? What should I have done? The text from Madigan says uh, you should have taken a pic and said, I want to share this with my listeners. Well, 
<laughs> what? I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> to right be now. publicly shamed. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. I just didn't <laughs> I just didn't take a picture, but that's what I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. I love this. What's the difference with somebody in sock feet and somebody in sandals? <laughs> Not talking about being up the seat. I mean, that's fine. But it is kind of weird when you you got your bare toes, you got the dogs out on the flight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's not that much difference, and some of those sandals can be pretty stinky, too. Yeah. Uh, there's another one. I've sadly seen this on an airplane more than once, people taking off their shoes and going to the bathroom in their sock feet. Ew! Gross, it says. Do people not realize how those f- how filthy, filthy aisles yeah. how f- filthy the aisles are? Can you imagine? I mean, think about it. The bathrooms and planes, they're so small. You flush the toilet. There's things, there's stuff splashing, spraying everywhere. Right? You do not first, need to be in your sock feet. First of all, I spend more time looking at where, how do I flush this toilet than I actually do? <laughs> it's true. You're like, oh God, do I have to leave without flushing because I can't figure how, this out? Isn't there a pedal or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Scotty, good morning. What would you have done in this situation? There's really, you can only handle this in a civilized way. So you've, you've got to take one shoe off, then take that one sock off, and then lay it on your leg, and then just carry on as if nothing's going on, right? <laughs> but be prepared for things to escalate, right? So that's why your mother always told you to wear clean underwear when you travel, because you're going to have to take your pants off next. <laughs> Oh, that's no. why I always have to wear clean undies. Okay. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> yep. I thought Under the next step was so. actually to clip my toenails beside him. Ew. Oh, there you go. It's dripping down to the but Put some safety glasses on before you do it. Oh, my God. I'm traumatized. <laughs> Just to let them know they're going to. I'd be ejecting myself off that plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. If you were sitting in front of him, you were oh, yeah. the one with your back having, you know, his yeah. foot into your back. Would you have turned around and said something in that situation? 100%. Oh, yeah. I would probably stand up as soon as I could stand up and say, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Please don't put your foot in the back of that seat. I'm the kind of person that doesn't put my seat back. Like, I don't recline mm, my seat yeah. on long flights because I feel bad for the person behind me. So yes. I can't even imagine getting up and saying something to somebody. <laughs> I would just sit there uncomfortably for hours and be right. mad at him silently. <laughs> and I would stand up as tall as I could, except that I would be <laughs> underneath that bulkhead. So I'd have oh, to kind of crouch. You wouldn't look very intimidating. <laughs> Sir, are you okay? <laughs> imagine if you stood up and just hit your head head right all, all mad i'd look like, like the bad guy from minions you know? <laughs> oh my god hilarious uh larissa good morning you've witnessed something pretty odd on a plane what'd you see so there was one time where i was on an airplane and this person fell asleep on my shoulder Ugh. and she woke up and she was trying to rip out my prey not hers but mine what was she trying to rip out the that you pulled down? Oh, why? I don't know, but she woke up and she was trying to rip it out of mine. <laughs> was she having a few cocktails on this flight? <laughs> no, no cocktails. Weird. Did, so what did you do? Did you say, hey, you got your own tray right in front of you? No, I didn't say a thing. You just let her do it? <laughs> yep. So she's sleeping on your shoulder and eating on your lap. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Mornings in Halifax 
with Aaron and Peter. Okay, in that situation, I would definitely be saying something. Yeah, right. Excuse me, you have your own tray. Yes. You have your own headrest. Get off of me. You've been drooling on my shoulder for oh, the entire flight. I've so been there. Somebody falling asleep on you, a stranger, and you're like, what do I do? Their hair is touching me. I just can't. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, you have a solution that Peter should have uh, pulled off in this situation. Hey, Peter, you should have said, oh, my gosh, is that as far as the show is going? I'm really into feet. <laughs> You're giving this to me for free? For wow. Free? Whoa. Honest to God. And he would have been, like, mortified. Probably put his shoe back on, turned a little sideways, and never looked at you again. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's a one. Thank you, Thomas. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. There you go. Now we can all use that next time somebody takes their <laughs> shoes off for free. Thank you. Hey, coming up, <laughs> we got to talk about the Saltwire Holiday Parade of Lights. We got a, a text just now. Said good morning. Just a quick question: Will you guys be in the Parade of Lights this weekend? Will you be collecting toy donations? Our six-year-old daughter Gabby always looks forward to bringing a donation for you guys for the Salvation Army. Yes, of course yes. we're going to be there. Thank you for asking. Oh my goodness! This Saturday night, yes, it is the Holiday Parade of Lights. You can watch out for the Move One Hundred float. We partner with Cineplex for this. And yeah, we're going to be walking around the uh, the route, picking up new unused toys uh, to kick off our toy drive this year. Yeah. We know a lot's been happening over the last little while, so you may have forgotten about it. But and the weather's been amazing, so you may not have been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But in the next few days, pick up a, a toy, leave it unwrapped, bring it down to the parade with you, and as we pass by, we'll collect the toy for uh, from you. And that'll kick off our toy drive for the Salvation Army. Hey, what's new this year at the parade? Uh, for the first time ever, Mrs. Claus is going to be in the parade. She's Where never been in the parade before. How <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> Mrs. Claus should have her own float, right? right? So very exciting. It's going to be the 27th annual Saltwire Holiday Parade of Lights. We will be there. It's all kicking off at 6 o'clock this Saturday night. And please, if you can, bring a new unused toy, unwrapped toy, and uh, we're going to use it to kick off our toy drive. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Andrea Hislop is on the line this morning. Andrea, it is your first time playing the $1,000 Minute. How are you feeling? I'm excited. You're excited, ready to win some money. You've got your husband in the car. Jared, is he going to help you out this morning? I hope so. I hope so, too. (laughs) He's going to try, is that what he said? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so, Andrea, uh, you're a first-time player. Here's how the game works. There's one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right, you're going to win 1000 bucks. If not, we'll give you $10 for each correct answer you give us. Andrea, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we can come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that's what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. Are you ready to do this, Andrea? No pressure. I think so. Okay. Your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Andrea, Chad Kroger from this band turns 48 today. Nickelback. Name a country that borders Norway. Sweden. Your bill is $82, but you only have $31. How much more money do you need? 51. 20 years ago today, the second Harry Potter movie was released. What is its full title? (laughs) 
Harry Potter and the Secret Chambers. Who had Chamber a big Who had a big Damn hit it. with the song called Vogue? Pass. XV in Roman numerals represents which number? Fifteen. Ariel, Georgia, and Times New Roman are all types of what? Font. Spell the word ukulele. E-U-K-E-L-E. If a player gets a triple-double during a game, what sport are they playing? Basketball. What restaurant slogan is fan food, not fast food? And time is up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Andrea Andrea for a first-time player. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Let's figure out how you did, okay? Uh, Nickelback, yeah, Chad Kruger. He turns 48 today. Yes, you said, I believe, Sweden. That one does border Norway along with Finland and Russia. $51 is what you have. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. You got that the second round. The second time around. We'll take your first answer. It's Madonna who had a big hit with Vogue. XV is 15. Those uh, Ariel Georgia Times New Roman all fonts. Ukulele begins with a U. We'll let you look it up from there. <laughs> Triple double in basketball and fast food, fan food rather, not fast food. That's Dairy Queen. DQ. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, sixty dollars. Andy and Jared. Great, awesome. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh god, did they hang up? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, guys. That is awesome. Your first game, and uh, thanks for playing today. Awesome. Thank you. All right, you guys, hang on the line for us, okay? Okay. All right. Also, before we go, I want to shout out to Sophie, one of our lovely listeners who listens to the $1,000 Minute every day. And Sophie's dad, John, had to send us a little clip. She's she's gearing for our gig, Peter. Listen <laughs> to Sophie here. And I and I replied and said, "Oh my goodness, thank you so much for sending this along." Thank you, thousand dollar minute girl. Thousand dollar minute girl, the cutest thing ever, hey? Forever, that's what you'll be, thousand dollar minute girl. <laughs> so shout out to Sophie. Thank you for listening to the thousand dollar minute every day. And shout out to our wonderful players today, Andrea and Jared. We've got another chance for you to win uh, up to a grand tomorrow morning in under sixty seconds when you play the thousand dollar minute. Eight o'clock tomorrow morning on Move One Hundred. Aaron and Peter getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. I'm curious if anybody listening right now had a little bit of snow on the ground when you when you left uh, for work this morning. I had one of those warnings that came up on my rental car. I'm in Toronto. I've got a rental car to, to get to work here uh, at uh, the, the Chum Studios. Um, but it had a warning saying possibility of ice mm-hmm. because of, I guess, just the temperature. I've never, I, I'm thinking that we've never been more ill-prepared oh for a season yeah. than we are right now because of all of the beautiful warm weather we had. Like, who the heck wanted to you know, start buying Christmas presents? I know, I know. There are going to be people saying, I've got mine all bought. I've had them bought since September 1st. But it didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, Rodden, the text just came in. Rodden had snow this morning. Okay, okay, we're getting close. To, uh, to the city. It's hard yeah, to think about right. getting ready for, for snow in winter when it's 22 degrees outside. I saw a post on Facebook. Reminder, everyone, get your snow tires on this week. This is going to be the week. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind right now, right? Exactly. I don't even have an appointment to get mine on, and I'm panicking.
Yeah, and I had someone at a at a tire place tell me, I asked, hey, is it really, really busy there? Mm-hmm. Said, no, not so much because people aren't really thinking about it. <laughs> and I wondered, w- with regard to getting ready for Christmas and, 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 the, and the holiday season, is it the same sort of thing? Have people just been hanging back, holding off before they hit the stores? Is this you? Are you listening to this right now going, oh, my God, yeah, I'm there. I don't have my tires on. I'm not ready at all. Are you as... You know, not prepared as we are because, yeah, it's kind of crunch time now, right? How do people in California ever get ready for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Literally Christmas Eve, they're like, oh, yeah, we should get going here. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have snow this morning where you are? Mm -hmm. Did you you run into some snow on the drive-in because the temperature is right around, you know, the time when we could get some flurries? Who knows? Yeah, how to look in your area. Uh, Send us a text this morning at 124.7. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. So there's a flu going around, right? Lots of people have it. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is kind of related. In a survey, uh, 16% of people said doing this makes them feel better when they're fighting a cold. When they're fighting a cold, 16% of people said, do this. It'll make them feel better anyway, and maybe it does you too. What is it? All right, call us with your guests, 451-1313, or you can text in your guests right now to 100-247. Okay, some text coming in here. Uh, Vitamin C, this text Mm. says. Nope. Not it. it. Nope. Uh, Take a hot bath. Get some sleep. Get some rest. Not Does it. that cold FX thing work, by the way? I mean, if you, you start it, taking it right away. Did oh, it my God. Work? I forgot about cold FX. It's still for sale. I see it out there. Didn't, didn't they get in trouble for it being like a placebo? Like it didn't actually do anything and they were claiming that it did? Did I make that up in my head? No, I don't think you did. I think, I think Don Cherry was, like, was a Don spokesperson Cherry. for yeah. a while. Okay, That's so it. we're we're kind of going down another path here, but uh, <laughs> I mean, there are some things that we just don't understand why it works, but but it does. So so what do we have here? A hot bath, sleep, vitamin C. No, not the answer we're looking for. Sixteen percent of people say when they do this, it makes them feel better if they have a cold. Chicken soup. This text says. Oh, Chicken there's some science soup. apparently behind that one. Is there? But that's not the answer we're looking for. Okay, Vicks Vapo Rub. This text says. Yeah, and this one says using a neti pot. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> freaking me out. I've always wanted to use one of those, but I just can't. Like, I can't even imagine trying to right. put that through my nose. Right, oh. and while you're at it, have an enema. That's got to help, too, right? <laughs> uh, go for a walk, Vicks on feet, and cuddles, this text oh. says. Oh, that's close. Cuddles? Cuddles is close. Okay. 16%. Here's the answer. I'll give it to you. 16% of people said... Cuddling with a pet. Cuddling with a ah, pet will do it pet. for you. It'll automatically automatically make you feel better. And you know what? Sometimes it's not like a medically proven to help you, but it's gonna make you feel better when you're sick. Like when you've got your when you've got your pet there, you're in a nice blanket. That's gonna make you feel a little bit better, right? So it yes. makes sense. Yeah, oh, cuddling with a pet. Okay, that was one of our answers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Thank you. Okay. So obviously the cold and the flu is going around right now. It seems like everybody and their dog is sick right now. Do and you- their dog? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a remedy, a cold remedy that maybe you swear by? Maybe it doesn't have any proof in medical terms, but it could it be something. It's something that you learn from your grandma or your mom, and it works when you're sick. It's stuck with you, and this is what you're doing when you're feeling kind of crappy you got a cold what is your remedy for when you're sick with a cold let us know send us a text 124 7 
It's time. Let's play Aaron and Peter's Beat the Bank. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. On Move 100. Okay, we have a very excited Gina Tackley on the line this morning. Gina, how you doing? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm nervous. I'm good. You're nervous, but you're excited. Yep. Hopefully, we're going to win you a whole bunch of money this morning. Well, me too. Okay. So, Gina, as you know, every vault we open will contain more money than the one before it. Now, you can stop anytime and keep the money in the vaults, and they could go all the way up to $20,000, so keep that in oh, mind. What? Okay. But, Gina, when you open a vault, if you open a vault and the alarm goes off, you will lose all the money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gina, are you ready to play Move 100's Beat the Bank? Yes, I am. Okay. Gina, here you go. Move 100, bank vault number one. $400. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of money. That is Gina, a lot listen, of money. Yeah. Do you listen yeah. every morning? Pardon me? Do you listen every morning? Do you kind of know what the trends are with these Beat the Bank vaults? Is Not really. I, I'm usually at the gym, but I yeah. uh, I listen to it on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I'm not there then. But uh, I, 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 I'm i just going to keep going right Okay. Now. <laughs> She's like, enough of this small <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gina. We won't hold you up anymore. you got places to go. <laughs> Move 100, Bank Vault number two. $475. Yeah, nice. I know. Whenever it's a little amount, it's like, okay, here comes the anxiety. $475 yeah. in Move 100's bank vault number two. I'll keep going. You'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep going then. Move 100, bank vault number three. $750. $750. There's the jump we were looking for. Yeah, really. Yes. Hey. Oh. I'm just looking at my husband to see what, what I should do. <laughs> Who's Is he any help? He's, no, he's just got his hands up. <laughs> he doesn't know. He um, doesn't want to be the one to, you know, tell you to keep going or to stop. Because yeah. then he's in trouble either way, right? So <laughs> it's all on okay, you, we'll Gina. Go one more time. One more time. Oh. Okay. 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 Thank you, Gina. We'll just Thanks, take that $750 back, okay? But we will give you whatever's in bank vault number four. $975. Oh, my gosh. Nine. Okay, I'm going to stop. Okay. You're sure? That's $25 short of 1000 just so you know. Nine seventy-five, Four volts. That's I, it, Gina? I'll stop. You'll stop? Final I'll answer? Stop. Okay. Yes, final. Hey, Gina, $975 is all yours. Are you pumped or are you pumped? Oh, I'm pumped. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay, now the not-so-wonderful part. Yeah. You know what's next. We're going to open up yeah. the remaining vaults to see what you could have won. As a reminder, Gina stopped and took the $975. But let's see what's in the remaining vaults. Gina, here's vault, vault number five. $1,250. Gina. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. keep going. Move 100. Bank vault number six, Gina. $1,800. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. 
Gina won okay. $975. She stopped at vault number four. Gina, here's move 100, bank vault number seven. Okay. You know, you know that's pretty that's good, wonderful. Gina. Yeah, that is good. Hey, wonderful. $975 <laughs> is all yours with Move 100's Beat the Bank. Is that going to help out with some holiday shopping or... Yes, it is. Hey, yeah. love it. And now, Gina, you know what you miss out when you go to the gym, right? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> All the more reason to just not. <laughs> Gina Tackley, congratulations. $975 is all yours with Move 100 Speed the Bank. Thank you guys so much. You are welcome, Gina. You hang on the line for us, okay? Okay. All right. We will be back with your chance to win up to $20,000 in cash when you play Beat the Bank tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.